Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. We're going real local on this episode. We talked to Braxton Koontz of Freezy Bend, who just won the Manitoba Men's Amateur Golf Championship for the second straight year. And also, Erica Vermette will be the flag bearer for Team Manitoba at the upcoming Canada Summer Games in Niagara Falls. That's all coming up on the podcast. a pretty solid summer so far for 18-year-old Braxton Koontz. The Winnipegger won the Junior Boys Golf Championship at St. Charles Country Club July 15th, followed that up by winning the Manitoba Men's Amateur Championship at Elmhurst this past Saturday, shooting a final round 75 to edge Marco Tristeniuk by two strokes. The 2021 Manitoba Golfer of the Year also happened to complete the same double dip last year with the junior and the men's. Very impressive stuff from the member of the Nichols University Colonels Golf Team down in Thibodeau, Louisiana, caught up with Braxton earlier today and started by asking him about his second straight men's am title. Um, well, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I knew there'd be a lot of competition going into the men's amateur. There always is. Um, but I also knew that, you know, I, I've played well enough before to win the event, uh, you know, fortunately being able to win it last year. So I knew that if I, you know, kept working hard, kept my momentum going, um, that I'd hopefully be able to have a chance. And, uh, yeah, I was happy to pull it off. So you beat Marco Tristeniuk by two strokes uh, after three rounds. Did you have a number in mind when you started the tournament that you needed to hit, or was it more so just kind of every round you reevaluate where you're at? Well, I had played the tournament there earlier in the year with uh, pretty much a very similar field. So I knew that it would be under par, but I didn't think it would be too far under par. So I knew that if I was able to shoot, you know, five, six, seven under par, I think that would be good enough to get it done. But but then again, there's a lot of good players that can shoot some good scores. So um, I was lucky to get off to a really good start and fortunately able to hold on on the last day. Yeah, you shot a 75 on uh, day three after opening with a pair of 67s. Not a, you know, not the, the best finishing round, but good enough, as you say. Do you do you have a, a feeling that you took the, the foot off the gas a little bit at the end, that you could afford to do that, or was it more so just it was a tougher day? Well, I wasn't certain that I could afford to do that. I certainly didn't want to, um, but, you know, I it just wasn't my day. There's, there's days in golf where it's like that. Just wasn't hitting the ball quite as well, uh, wasn't making as many putts, and just making some, uh, you know, dumb errors, so. Um, I'm lucky that I had the lead. I know um, if I didn't have a six-shot lead, you know, I wouldn't have won the tournament. But I was fortunate to play uh, well enough the first two days that I was I could still pull it off. So, um, I mean, good on Marco, too. He played really well the final round, and he put some pressure on me when he needed to. Were you playing together in the final pairing? We were, yes. So when, when that's happening, when you go into a final round with, with a lead of that size and, and the other person is putting a little bit of pressure on you, how does that feel? Um, I mean, obviously I had, I started off the day with six shots and by, by the, the last nine holes, it was down to two. So it was really anybody's tournament at that point. So I knew that I had to, you know, pull it together. So, um, yeah, just had to, you know, kind of refocus, just forget about my bad playing in the past and try and, uh, you know, still make sure I'm pulling off the win. And Marco is from Elmhurst and you're playing at Elmhurst to did that feel like he had a bit of a home course advantage or not really? Cause you've played there a lot before. Um, I mean, I guess I'd say he, yeah, have a bit of a home course advantage, but I've, I've played there enough where I know the course well, so I shouldn't, um, be too concerned about it. I felt fairly comfortable there. Um, there's a few tricky holes that maybe I could have played a little differently, but other than that, I was pretty happy with how I, I played all week. 
All right. So now that the the win is is in the books, you, you take some time. You're off to your cottage now. What does the uh, rest of the summer look like for you? Well, uh, I'm going to the Canadian Junior Golf Championships in about a week or so. So I'm leaving for that. And then after that, obviously, since I've won them as amateur, I get to play in the Mantle Open. So I'll get to play in that, that event later in August, which is what I'm also really looking forward to. So let's talk about the juniors first then. Where is it and uh, how do you stack up against the field? Uh, it's in Kamloops. So I'm going to be driving there next Wednesday. I'll play a practice round. I believe the tournament starts on Sunday in around 11 days or so. So obviously, I mean, it's a good field, very strong. I mean, top juniors from across Canada, but I will be one of the older ones there since I'm 18. So I think if I can play well and bring my A game, I can, uh, yeah, hopefully finish high there as well. And then looking forward to the Manitoba Open, obviously one of the big tournaments in this province every year. Uh, to get into the field, how does that feel? Um, it's it's a huge accomplishment. I mean, it's something I look forward to every year, you know, knowing that if I can win the amateur, I can play in a, a pro event like that. So I'm, yeah, excited to look, uh, I'm looking forward to how my game will stack up against, uh, you know, some of the, the better pros out there. You, it is a nice barometer. Do you have a, a an expectation that you want to hit or do you want to just go out there and see what happens? Um, that's a good question. You know, I, I want to make the cut for sure. Um, and then see how I look, look on the weekend and, you know, see how I can place. But I, I guess making the cut is definitely the first goal. Do you have a lot of experience at Southwood? I've played there maybe five times. So I know the course decently well. I think it suits my game pretty well, hopefully. So um, as long as I'm hitting the ball well and making making some putts, I think I'll, I'll be able to play well there. How many times do you need to play a course to know it well? That's a good question. So I'd say it, it changes with every course. Some courses are a lot more tricky than others. Right. Um, but I'd say with Southwood, most of the holes are pretty straightforward. So there's not too much, you know, diff- I mean, it's, it's very difficult, but at the same time, it's, it's not tricky. So I don't think it'll be as hard to get a feel of, but I'll definitely try and play a couple practice rounds before I go there. How does it compare to Breezy Bend? Um, I'd say it's similar in the fact that it's, it has some wider fairways, so you can hit a lot of drivers. Um, which I think is good for me. I like to, I like to hit the big stick. Um, but other than that, I think the greens roll at a similar speed. Um, and it's, it's windy at both courses all the time. So, yeah. And then once the summer's done, you're back to school. Um, so I'll be going back to school in January. Okay. So you take it. So a bit of a, a staggered semester then what's the, what's the thinking behind that? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm I'm just going to take online classes in the fall. Uh, I had a couple problems with insurance and other things, so unfortunately I can't go back in the fall. Um, but I'll be looking to go back in January. And you know, since golf is a spring sport um, in NCAA, I won't I won't miss a whole lot. So okay. And how did you end up going to a school in Louisiana? Well, I was on a, a recruiting website. I get asked this a lot, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so I was on a recruiting website. I was just emailing a bunch of schools that, you know, I, I was looking to hopefully go for that interested me. Um, I wanted to go somewhere in the south because, you know, the golf season's longer. They don't have quite as harsh of a winter. So I uh, sent out an email to my university. He responded back. And within about uh, two weeks, he gave me an offer that I thought was pretty good. So, yeah. How was the first year down there? Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It's obviously a very, 
very different culture. Um, but it, it took a little while to get used to. But once I start to uh, you know know the guys on the team and get used to the uh, schedule of golf and school and travel, it was it was a lot of fun. Have you gotten used to the Cajun cuisine yet? Um, <laughs> it took me a while too. So it's a lot of spice and a of a lot of calories. So I gained a decent amount of weight, but it's it's good food, really good food. Awesome. Well, Braxton, I'll let you go on that. Thanks for this, and best of luck with everything going forward. All right. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yesterday, Sport Manitoba announced who the flag bearer would be for Team Manitoba at the upcoming Canada Summer Games in Niagara, Ontario. Out of the 370 athletes representing our province, Morris Manitoba's Erica Vermette was chosen. The 21-year-old beach volleyballer goes to UBC, and it's quite a bit of experience in big tournaments, placing first in the Western Canada Games in 2019 in Saskatchewan, as well as in 2018, competing at the Junior Olympics in Argentina and the Under-19 World Championships in China, before she and the rest of the team get set to head out to the Games, which run August 6th through 21st. I caught up with Erica earlier today. It's been a day since uh, it was announced that you'd be a flag bearer. How many people have uh, reached out to you to congratulate you? Um, A lot of people, actually. I think all the support has been very nice to see. Yeah. When did you find out that you would be getting this honor? Um, About two weeks before it was announced. So you had to keep it a secret? Yeah. (laughs) Did you tell anybody, even your parents, or no? Um, I did. I told my family and then uh, just my partner because thought I shouldn't keep her in the dark about it. No, no, that's Uh, that's fair. (laughs) So uh, what was uh, the experience like for you to to have that celebration yesterday as you get ready to go to the games? um, It was very inspiring. Um, I... Yeah, it was honestly very inspiring and motivating, and it's just kind of lit another fire within me, and I'm just more excited to be participating in the games. So you're heading over in uh, a couple weeks' time, or less than two weeks from now. What do you have to do between now and then to truly get ready for this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think right now my coach and my partner were we were just saying yesterday at practice it's kind of more of a mental game right now I think that we've worked really hard to work on our basic skills and fundamentals and now it's just about um, getting mentally prepared and making sure our bodies are ready to go for the tournament how did you get into beach volleyball um my parents both of my parents played volleyball when I was young and one time I went to a beach volleyball league and saw them play and I immediately just found passion for it and played right away. <laughs> what would you say is the biggest difference between volleyball and beach volleyball, other than the fact that there's just two people out there instead of six? Yeah. Um, well, for beach volleyball, I think that the environment around around it is just a lot more of a chill vibe um you know there's music playing throughout the games um but yet it's still very competitive and i mean there's a lot of factors outside that's different than indoor such as the wind and the sun that you have to keep in mind so it's a lot 
you have to think a lot more, um, especially because you're touching the ball a lot more as well. When did you really decide that beach volleyball was going to be the sport for you if you played other sports? Um, I've just always been the most happy playing beach volleyball. And it was a really nice escape for me from the rest of my life. Um, and I just poured everything into it and worked really hard and the hard work paid off um, in tournaments and to get me to play in international tournaments and just had some amazing opportunities come from it. And going to these international tournament tournaments specifically really inspired me to keep going. And I just learned a lot of maturity and focus and dedication from it, which are, I think, great qualities. And that's why I'm also very excited to be the flag bearer so I can exemplify some of the things I've learned. Um, yeah, and inspire others. <laughs> Have you been told all of what your duties are as flag bearer? Yes. Yesterday I spoke at the media conference and uh, when we get to the games, I will be holding the flag um, at the opening ceremonies. I will be talking more of like a motivational talk at our Manitoba, Team Manitoba pep rally. And I think I will be attending another interview sort of conference when I'm there with the other flight bearers. Have you been to Niagara Falls before? I have, but it's been a while. So I'm really excited to return and see the venue for beach volleyball. I heard it's great. A question I'm sure others might think of when they hear that there's a beach volleyball player from Morris is where's the beach in Morris? <laughs> yeah, that's a, I've gotten that question quite a bit as well. Um, yeah, there's none. <laughs> um, so I've had to come to Winnipeg for most of my years growing up to play beach. Um, and so I trained out of Maple Grove mostly at that time um Melrose facility and and then as soon as Canada Games happened um the last time then we've been training mostly out of the Cindy Clausen Recreational Center so yeah there's been some locations but they're basically just sandboxes <laughs> in the middle of one of the but I'm thankful there are some and Looking at the the Canada Summer Games when they were here in 2017, was that something that you went and watched and inspired you to want to be part of the team later on? Yeah, I remember going to watch some of the beach volleyball and any tournament like that I go to, I am very much inspired and I love to go watch and learn from other players. So it's definitely planted a seed in my mind that that's, that was something I would want to do. Do you have an expectation going into this as to your performance? Are you expecting to win gold? What are you hoping to do? Yeah, uh, I think, so my partner and my coach, we said we want to make it to the medal round. Um, I think that our goal was to work as hard as we can so that when it comes time to the game, we feel prepared and whatever happens, we know that we tried our best. So we would love to obviously have a medal. <laughs> How do you think you stack up against the competition? Um, 
I think we're obviously a very competitive team. And so we had gone to a tournament in Vancouver and some of the Canada Games teams from Saskatchewan, Alberta, and BC were there. And they're all very great teams. So I'm looking forward to the hard competition that we're going to have. It's going to be definitely a high-level competition. Do you make friends at competitions like this, or are you just so focused on winning? Um, we definitely soak in what's not only on the court, but outside. So I really like to bridge connections with athletes from other teams. Um, as soon as we get on step on that court, we focus and it's game time. But otherwise, I, I love to get to know other athletes and hang out with them and learn, you know, how, what inspired them to get there and what their plan is for the future. It's always nice to see other athletes. And looking at the competition itself, how, how many matches are you guaranteed to play? Um, right now, I think that we have three round-robin games. So I th- I'm not really sure how it works. I haven't looked into it too much, but I have to get at least in somewhere in the top of that round to move on to playoffs. Basically, just go win and you're going to be fine. Yeah, I'm really excited. (laughs) Awesome, Erica. Well, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this, and uh, best of luck at the games. Okay, sweet. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to-